0: All right, welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio, and we are going to be reviewing the new Marvel movie, Doctor Strange, which we just watched moments ago. Unfortunately, it's just me and Scott. No one else showed up no McKay, no Aaron, no Josh, no Jared, no Jessica, just us.
1: So it's game time.
0: Yes, so if you don't like what we have to say, Well, change it to another channel. No, just kidding. Send hate mail to Jared and Jessica and, Je- and Josh and McKay and Aaron and tell them why they should get back on the, sh- on the show. to. Uh, no, just kidding. Just kidding.
1: We'll probably have a, a secondary review once we get everybody together because yes. this, this really was – this was a fun movie. No, sorry. Was... Are we doing the review now? Should yeah, I do it? Okay. Yeah.
0: So what we'll do, this is going to be in two parts. The first part, we're going to talk about the movie and what we like, blah, 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 blah. The last part, we will give you a warning. We'll have spoilers in it. So, if you don't want to hear anything from that point on, shut it off. Go see the movie. Then come back and listen to us.
1: But overall, what are your thoughts on the movie? Oh, first impressions, awesome. Lots of fun. Had a blast watching it. Uh I left feeling I would say about 90, 85 to 90% satisfied. Okay. Uh probably one of the most satisfying movies I've seen all summer. Okay. Good. Uh, I mean, definitely it is great. It keeps the – uh. I le-
0: now, Doctor Strange is one of those characters not a lot of people can get into. Uh, fair enough, I mean, to be honest, it, it it's really strange. It deals with a lot of mysticism, magic, dimensions, demons, stuff like that. But I think they did a really good job portraying it in a way that wasn't over-the-top, too cheesy. They did it in a really good way. Um, I was really worried about Benedict Cumberbatch playing this character and doing a New York accent and – no, it, it worked out really well. He played the character beautifully, which was great. Uh, just because he has, I, I we've seen the arrogance with him playing Khan from uh, Star Trek, and him coming in as uh, D- Stephen Strange before he gets his powers was just perfect.
1: Oh, see, and that's that's probably the one area I have to disagree. On. Okay, like, I loved the movie. I was very happy with mm-hmm. it. Um, I was even happy with uh, Benedict's. Uh, his portrayal of the character, yeah. but his accent and his voice, like I just know Benedict's voice so well mm-hmm. that I wanted him to slip into a British the entire time. I found myself humming, let it go, <laughs> let it go. Let the Benedict patch come out. You know, it's just, hmm. and, and sometimes when he got angry or he got frustrated or he was right in the middle of it, you could hear just a little bit of little that bit Benedict Cumberpatch coming yeah. out. And that, Oh, I wished, cause I don't know why, but even when I read the, and I've read maybe one or two Doctor Strange mm-hmm. comic books, but even even before all this movie mm-hmm. talk came out, I always imagined him with a British accent. He's always been a New Yorker. We wow. again, Marvel,
0: almost every Marvel superhero is in New York. Yep. I mean, as you can see in the very beginning, you see Avengers Tower mm-hmm. in the distance. So, yeah, pretty interesting. But um, it it was good. I if you. Have motion sickness? You probably don't want to go see this movie,
1: <laughs> especially in 3D.
0: Um, there is a lot of spinning uh, scenery, uh, which is really cool. Uh, if you've ever seen Inception, this was uh, Inception on overload. Uh, which prob- was
1: it was really cool though. They must have had an LSD budget <laughs> yeah. for the graphics <laughs> artists. All right, now for, for <laughs> all right, guys, everybody ready and go and, and go for what? And and go for the drugs. Oh, okay.
0: Gotcha. (laughs) Um, Lots and lots of Red uh, Bull and Kool-Aid or whatever, uh, sugar, and you'll be fine. No, I mean, (laughs) that that was kind of the cool thing is how they brought in the dimensions and all the other things. But, man, there are some scenes where I'm just like, holy
1: cow, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster ride. I was really nervous about seeing it in 3D. Yeah. uh, Especially for the extra cost. But after seeing it, I'm so glad that you did because there were so many – literally dimensions mm-hmm. yeah. that just were opened up um, and different planes and just seeing these little tiny people flying through it, I felt like I could actually see someone in the mm-hmm. distance instead of a little fleck that got bigger and bigger. Well, and bigger now, and uh, tough, when big they uh, when they did their
0: hand maneuvers and produced the magic symbols, those kind of stood out more. Oh, yeah. Um, where you'd probably lose that in, in a, a normal film. But still, I, I enjoyed it. There's The thing that I was kind of frustrated with was the ancient one. Now, if you've read the comic, the ancient one is an elderly Asian man. Now, I have nothing against them casting a woman. I just wish they would have cast maybe an Asian woman instead of Tilda Swanson. I I, I just yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They She did a great job as is the the White Queen in Narnia. <laughs> Her as Gabriel in Constantine. Just weird. Just weird. But uh, her is the ancient one. I mean, the ancient one. He, he's Asian, but this one, she's Celtic. Uh, yes, I, I'm. I'm a redhead. I'm from Scotland, so that's my Celtic heritage. But still, it just it didn't seem to fit. Overall, <laughs> I think they made it work, but it just didn't seem to fit for me. It kind of seemed like the one thing that continued to yank me out of
1: the the movie when she she came on. That's is weird. so funny because I – okay, so again, mm-hmm. I'm coming from more of the perspective of yeah. not knowing a lot about Doctor Strange. Yes. Uh, aside from the occasional times when he would guest star like on Spider-Man. Spider-Man Man or, Sp- or, something or, something like or something like that, like yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and so seeing her in this role actually didn't pull me out. It actually pulled me in even more mm-hmm. every time I saw her. But I guess that's the same kind of thing that we have – the same problem you have with uh, uh, Iron Man 3. Um, yes, so Iron Man, you know Iron Man Three when they casted Ben Kingsley as
0: uh, the Mandarin. The Mandarin. Oh Mandarin, my gosh! Yeah. Horrible, yeah, horrible. Because okay, again, it destroyed
1: everything the, that they'd set up. He's an the, Asian character. Uh, uh,
0: of he has vast power, and then we go in there, and he they they portrayed him as a terrorist. He doesn't even have... He has this weird accent. Oh, even just the terrorist. I
1: was okay yeah. with the terrorist part. But as soon as they revealed that he's an well, actor... Then he's... Oh, d- oh,
0: I'm, oh. I'm just Trevor. I'm just here because they gave me a boat and women and lots of booze. Oh, just, just killed it. I mean, destroyed it. Like, I mean, when I was watching, I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. Yeah, yeah. He's, he. I don't want, know why they're calling him the Mandarin. He doesn't look Asian in any way, shape, or form. And then they do that reveal he's Trevor, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> However, there is rumors that the next one, the next Iron Man movie, and I really hope this is true, is that they are going to bring the Mandarin character back, and it's really going to be the Mandarin, and he's angry that someone has portrayed him. I hope so. Which, and you know, and he's going, he he's angry at Killian uh, because he used his myth or his legend and stuff like that. So if the that is the thing, cause I think what Yeah, you know, I it's a great character. Yeah, the Mandarin yeah, is a yeah. great villain. Um I think they did a good good job with Doctor Strange's villain as well. Oh. Um and not only that, they also really, really did a good job in foreshadowing future movies with another villain. Mm-hmm. Um and we'll talk about that
1: in the spoiler section. Yes. Oh, before we leave this part, like I was really impressed with the character's growth, yeah again since I'm so used to seeing him and just in this special mm-hmm. guest starring role, he always seemed a little too overpowered, a little too uh, omnipotent mm-hmm. for my for my okay. taste because yeah. I'm just like okay well how's this uh, how are how's anybody ever supposed to beat this guy but in this movie, they really do a good job of humanizing him uh, and giving him a good character arc and showing that development continuously yeah. through the entire film well, I mean, if you haven't gone back
0: to the origin stories. You're right. He seems like this super. It's like Doctor Fate in the DC universe. That just shows up and does his onk symbol, and boom, everything's destroyed. I mean, that's pretty much how Doctor Strange seems to be. But they, you're right. They did a great job. Uh, you, we got to see how he became Doctor Strange, and even then, he wasn't really all powerful. No, In this movie, he was still struggling with his power when people were attacking him. You're seeing him getting beat up. He was struggling, trying to conjure what he needed to, to defend himself. Um, But as always, Disney and Marvel does a great job with making scenes really tense and then letting go of that valve with humor. And they did it all the time. I mean, Wong. (laughs) Wong was awesome, you know. Stephen Strange is continuing trying to pull off jokes and nothing, nothing. He doesn't crack. And then finally he cracks and everyone just busts oh, up Oh, spoiler. Laughing.
1: Come on. Are we in the spoilers? Well, no, we no. no but
0: I'm just, that's not really a spoiler. I'm just saying everyone was waiting for that moment and it finally happened and everyone just like let go, uh, which was just awesome. The special effects were amazing. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean – Re- I, even if you take out all the weird inception stuff just the uh, special inf- effects with the magic whenever they're on the great. uh the
1: astral plane too like yeah. i love that kind of ghostish yeah. astral projection uh feel the look i mean it wasn't like cheesy corny no it looked CG-graphic really good ghost it was it was very realistic it was it was how i would imagine
0: yeah no it's very clear like there the colors were vivid but you mm. could still see through them um to be honest, I'd love to know how they did that because it's just, it was what well, so well done. You know, a lot of stuff you see, it's really cheap. I mean, for For Halloween, we watched The Frighteners. Oh my gosh! And that is that's bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I've I've watched that. and I'm just like, wow. I remember when this looked really cool, and no, uh, the the, the ash, you know, when Michael J. Fox is out of his body, it's just like. Uh, they just kind of highlighted him, and you can't really see through him or anything like that. So. <laughs> color this, correction, color yeah, correction. Yeah, this definitely looks really cool, and they yeah. did an amazing job with it, especially with the fact that you know, there was a whole fight scene that happens while they're in their astral form. I'm not going to say more on that, but it was spectacular the way they, they choreographed that and filmed mm-hmm. that, and I was just sitting there like, wow – this whole fight scene's going on and no one knows. Yeah, so I like the mirror world. That was really cool how they brought that back in. And then yeah. Dormammu was in there but not enough. Um, but w- but was a good thing because otherwise that I mean, that's like that's the mistake Green La- the Green Lantern movie did is they threw in yeah. the parallax the huge big mighty entity too early. Yeah, they should have thrown a much smaller villain like Doctor Strange did, and then developed the the bigger guy. Mm-hmm. So,
1: well, there's a lot wrong with Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Oh yeah, so let's we don't need to go there. Yeah, unfortunately, maybe they'll reboot it.
0: I hope so because I like the Green Lantern. Um, just get away from Ryan Reynolds. Pick
1: someone else, please. Oh, well, you'd need to at this please. point. Please, you need to. Yeah, so. he, he wasn't a good Hal Jordan. So, anyways. No. All We're right. rebooting everything else in the DC world. Why not? Yes, might as well. I'm so, looking forward to Wonder Woman. I am going to say that because that trailer just barely came out. That, that I'm, did. Sure, I'm sure we'll talk more about it once we have everybody here on another show. But I just wanted to put that out there. Love it, and it feels more like the comedy of Marvel.
0: So this is what so. I, this is what I'm hoping is because after uh, Batman vs Superman, DC did a huge swap over. Originally, it was Zack Snyder that was piloting the ship. For the movie franchise, mm-hmm. then they they realize uh, no, and they put John uh, John Jeffs uh, in charge of it. Now John Jeffs is the guy that's been responsible for the comic line, mm-hmm. um, and he's done an amazing job for it. With it, he's also been responsible for the animated series stuff. He's done a great job there. I think because we got him in, we're gonna get the true spirit of Wonder Woman. And the other thing that I think they're trying to go nice. for is that like Captain America feel. That we had, where we went back in time, went to an older time period, and they set things right to move forward. And I think Wonder Woman gives them that opportunity. Yeah. Um, More so than any other character. And I think they're really having fun with that. And if they pull it off, I think DC will finally get their feet rooted down and they'll be able to move forward. Nice. So, but you know, again, Marvel just continues to move forward. Oh my gosh! They, Every... they found the formula that works. They found the formula that people love, and they just continue to follow it. I I, I have not. I mean, even Ant Man, which I'm like, oh, wow, how are they going to make this fun? They made it fun. They made it was fun. funny. Yeah. It. You oh, know, that's what it, I felt about Guardians. It was it was a heist movie, and it it was. Over the top or anything like that, it was like, okay, this is how you make Ant Man work. And then they bring him back in civil war and then they make him giant you know, have his other power, Giant Man. And it worked there. You mm-hmm. know, with having Paul Rudd being the funny guy, which he is, but putting that into the character, I think that's what really made it work. So oh, no. absolutely I'm excited. We will go to the spoiler zone. All right, zone. so we are in the spoiler zone. So if you do not want to hear any more <laughs> after this point <laughs> shut the show off. Go see Doctor Strange. Come back and then listen to the rest. This is your only warning. This, yeah, this recording will not self destruct. Your ears might, because then you're gonna hate us. But otherwise, it's spoiler time. Arr! All right. So I don't know what that was I was supposed to be a screaming goat, something like that. I, I don't know what that was, but that was something. <laughs> so spoilers uh, as far. There was some really cool stuff that came out with this movie. Um as as I hinted earlier, they revealed another villain, a potential villain
1: moving forward, so uh Mordo. I can't believe that he turned at the end. Like well, okay, now okay. again coming from the guy who You didn't has read, not read the comics. comics, yes. Yeah. It was um, a surprise to you. Well, I never trusted him because of the actor. Because okay. the actor was in uh, Serenity and so I just see <laughs> him walking in and I just think, Oh my gosh, if he has a sword, run, just run and never turn uh-huh. back. Um, and so I guess that's kind of prejudiced against me just for that actor. Like he's such an amazing villain that feels that he's always right. Like you see it in his eyes. Yeah. He's got this smile that says, I'm going to cut your throat and it's the right thing to do. Okay. Well and so
0: Yeah, I mean, coming from the comic side, yeah, I mean the second I heard his his name, it's like, Okay, I know where this is going. <laughs> but uh I think they did a great job building that character. Oh, yeah. But if you weren't from the comic, didn't know of the comic books, it was built so perfectly. At the very end, you're like, oh, my gosh. You you saw why he chose to go the way he did. Mm-hmm. And you see – I mean you see the anguish that this character is suffering from and then his final decision to go against sorcerers, um, which and then eventually he, he becomes uh, one of Doctor Strange's uh, villi- uh, villains. So, just a great casting on, on, on that half. And not only that, it was superbly done um, by the actor. And I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um,
1: uh, where
0: is he right there? Yeah, uh, I can never pronounce his name. No, no. Chuedel... Asia Ford. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's in a lot of British movies, uh, Snatched. And he's an incredible, incredible and he's in serenity after. he's the villain in serenity he was on the Martian uh, yeah so that he's he's in a lot of things but he did a great job even the who they had playing the villain uh, in the movie was fantastic um, which I'm excited to you know Mad's Mckelson which he was the villain in uh, one of the James Bond movies yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, what was it uh Casino Royale. Was it Casino Royale? Yeah, it was Casino Royale because he was the one that had the, the, oh, the weeping right, right, eye. That's right, 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 yeah. He, he had the rope that he swung around and He really is not
1: lucky and, with his eyes in no, the, no, no. these movies, is he?
0: No, um, but he, he does a great villain. And, and I'm excited to see him in Rogue One because he's in Rogue One as well. But what does he play in Rogue One? He's uh, Jay and Orso's father. He, he is plays, the ar- oh. He's the architect of the Death Star. Right. Yeah. Oh, boy. So That's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see that character. But See him turn on his head. That's awesome. But this character, this villain, again, this is what I love about a lot of Marvel's villains, especially in the movie uh, world, is they're a villain because of a cause, a yeah. reason.
1: Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's not necessarily that they're a villain. It's that they are people. Well, yeah. And they are people that believe in a certain, certain way, cause. A certain cause. so but they have reasons. Yeah, no, like th- that's
0: what I mean. Um, I mean, he lost his family. He lost his way. He came to the Ancient One and realized that she was tapping into this. Oh, oh,
1: oh I, I know we're in the spoiler zone, but I, I just, ah, oh, it's so hard for me to give away spoilers. I'm just
0: going to say, she's tapping into something. You'll find out later. That allows Go see the show. that allows to the show. her to extend his, her life, and he finds that appalling. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to the dark
1: side. Yep. In, in a way, um, I love how they. Which is a so mu- hard to not say that. I know the dark side.
0: But this was this seeing that that character progression, even though we didn't really see it, mm-hmm. was so much better of an explanation to fall to the dark side than when we saw for Anakin.
1: In Revenge of the Sith.
0: I'm I I I love Star Wars, but really, yeah, you know, if Padme would have died during childbirth, blah blah blah, that would have been more more re uh, more believable to me
1: for Anakin falling to the dark side. It would, yeah. Anyways, Mordo's so shift, though, I mean, it, it it I don't even it wasn't even that uh, coming from the comics. I understand Morta. how you knew uh-huh. how you knew it was predictable, yeah. For me, I really didn't see it coming. Well, I saw I know. him being like strict against Strange, uh-huh. but completely turning like he does in the end. Oh, I never but saw it. And that was that the
0: coming. thing is they did it so wonderfully. There is just subtle things oh, it that makes they are putting sense. in there. So they, at the very end, you're like, no. But then you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. see that now. Because he believed in this thing so much. And then they started picking away the threads of the uh of the tapestry and it started unraveling on him and and he just he had such a strong belief but you know the ancient one says you need him and he needs you 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 kind of counterbalance each other but unfortunately their counterbalance is you know is like the balance of the force the good and the bad and so that, that's where they slipped unfortunately it,
1: and uh, okay, another spoiler that we are going to—I I do want to mention. Sure, I am so disappointed that they actually killed off uh, Tilda Swanson's character. Did they? Did the ancient they? one. Yeah, the ancient one.
0: You're right, but she was tapped into the power of infin- infinity. Did they really?
1: Or is she just
0: well, that's, no longer? That's all it, she could see. Or is she no longer in her body?
1: Oh, so you're saying that she's still around? She's still. Astral pr- projecting, she's maybe, still on the astral plane. Maybe I don't know. It would be interesting to see. You hmm. know, um Again, I would like
0: that. I would like that. Again, too. if we follow the tropes in in writing, you have the guardian that helps the hero, mm-hmm. and then you have to get rid of the guardian for the hero to progress.
1: So maybe don't get rid of Splinter in Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah, I, they do. They sh- did. Sh- when the the original Ninja Turtles the original. Yes. Yeah. Splinter was but, gone but till but the not. very end. But yeah. I'm just saying, so it could be that that bait and switch where they got rid of him, I'm got okay rid of the ancient switch. And I'm then right maybe during the Infinity War
1: the ancient one reappears. You see her again. when Doctor right. Strange needs him most, much like Obi-Wan appeared to <laughs> Luke. I am really looking forward to to seeing Doctor Strange interact with more of the Avengers. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how that works out. So, so
0: so should we reveal the the, the very end spoiler uh,
1: there? I really hope you guys have already watched the movie. I hope. Spoiler. I hope, this I is a big big have. big spoiler.
0: So, uh yeah. The end of the movie, <laughs> everything's over. You see Doctor Strange talking with Thor yep. about his brother Loki and
1: finding Odin. And he says, "Okay, let's go." And it's a hilarious scene. I it love is. their interactions. It just makes perfect <laughs> the, sense. The, the,
0: he gives him tea for crying out loud. He's like I don't like tea. And then suddenly it's a giant flagon of ale <laughs> and then he like downs it in one gulp. And then it refills for him right in front of him. <laughs> right in, like, in front <laughs> of him and he, he's like looking at it like I can deal with this. So um, oh. yeah, no, fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. So stick around for both post credit scenes. Marvel is ruining us as far as post credit scenes because now if there's not a post credit scene at the end of a movie, we feel cheated. Oh yeah. A lot of the other movies have, are starting to pick up on it and they're starting to put stuff at the end. But I yeah,
0: mean it's, I mean it's a brilliant marketing scheme that they've done. Unfortunately, how long is that going to last? Really, I guess.
1: I think it's going to last as long as we have Marvel movies. I think that Marvel will keep doing that. That's, okay. that's a signature... Until the very last Marvel yeah. movie comes out in the year 20... Whatever. Uh,
0: but the thing is, is people keep... Uh, I mean, other movies, people are now starting to expect it on those movies. but exactly. it, But it doesn't happen, and so but they get, they it get upset.
1: Sometimes. Some, you're right, sometimes. But it is but, really rare. Yeah. Um, My wife loves sticking around for the... Uh, for the end credits um, I do have to mention That it does patch What is the What is that test The The test About a strong Female character
0: I can't remember The name of it But Yeah your wife Was mentioning That it passed it, Again Nothing I Nothing against The fact That they casted The Ancient One As a female And It was done Very well My only thing Is because test. I Have read The comics Uh hmm if they would have made it an Asian woman, that wouldn't have pulled me out as much. She did a great job. They did a good job portraying the Ancient One, even as as a female. It, it went well. They they did a great job. If they hadn't done that, the only real strong female character we would have had was Dr. Strange's love interest, Christina, which didn't really – wasn't a very strong character. Yep. It was kind of it kind of weak, which is okay because – She's not a main character. Well, she
1: was strong in and of herself. Um, she loved Doctor Strange, yeah. obviously, and when it became too much for, when he became too much, yeah, you know, she was out the door. Which she was.
0: was. Good. I mean, that was a good thing, but at the same time, she just she wasn't an integral part of the storyline no, no, no. like she the was,
1: ancient one was, which mm-hmm. really helped carry the story on. I'm really surprised about how well the story kept progressing. Like every single scene had, a, had purpose. Every mm-hmm. scene had action. Yeah. Every scene led to the next while giving hints for three scenes in the future. Yeah, there, like was, there was
0: there was no slow points, no dead points. No, no. It
1: was constantly moving forward, which was I good. almost would have liked a couple of slower points just to be able to take it in and say, here's where we're at. Yeah, And yet the only moments where that happened are like when you go through a portal and leave someone behind and they would just sit there for a moment going... Well, it just happened, yeah, and and even now, it's like half a second. I almost felt like I was yeah, I was exhausted by the end of the movie from how quick the pace was. It's not as quick as The Sorcerer's Apprentice, no, which I'm very grateful for. It wasn't like ADD, like super fast, but it was it was definitely a good pace uh with good scripting, good story. Yeah, but The Sorcerer's Apprentice was Nicolas Cage, so you have to give him
0: like the rock uh-huh. style movement and just move fast, fast, fast. Otherwise. We, you his mean, acting everyone, comes out. Yeah, his acting comes out and everyone loses interest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Betchel test is what uh, Scott was looking up. And it, it passed really well. And, and again, I don't want people getting all upset. Force Awakens. I'd love to raise betrayal. Mm-hmm. Great, strong female lead. I'm excited for Rogue One to mm-hmm. see uh, uh, what's her name? Playing Jane Orso. Oh, my mind just went blank. No, I can't do that. <laughs> what is her name? Um, I, it's okay. You can always uh... yeah, Felicity something. Felicity, Felicity Jones. Jones. Uh, I'm excited just from the trailers. She looks like she's going to be an amazingly strong, solid character. Which I this is what I love about you know if you look at science fiction movies back in in the past. It's always the strong guy, the woman can't really do much for her, mm-hmm. and it, she, she gets captured by the villain, The be- and then the good guy has to come save the day. I love the fact that we have women that are standing on their own, that are strong characters, that don't rely on the men. And sometimes it's even flipped where the men are the ones getting captured, and it's the women coming to the rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's – and we kind of – we did see that a little bit with a Batman bit versus Superman. Well, in this one too. And even in this one too. There was a couple of scenes where she came in and, and saved, um, but I like the fact that the mentality is changing be- for that because mm-hmm. you know I have daughters and I want them to believe they can do anything and I like the fact that we're they're seeing these iconic type characters that can actually hey I I, I can identify with that so mm-hmm. you know, the fact where I'm gonna jump to Star Wars in Force <laughs> Awakens where. Finn grabs Ray's hand and starts running, and she's like, "Why are you grabbing my hand?" It's like that's beautiful. I think that was perfect because mm-hmm. he's just trying to be a gentleman, and she's like, "Why are you doing this? I don't need your help." I mean, she's been taking care of herself forever. Yeah, so I think they did a good good job with their oh, casting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited to see more of Doctor Strange again. It's. I'm excited those...
1: to see more of his cloak. Yes. His... <laughs> That was that was The Cloak
0: wonderful. of Levitation.
1: Oh, I love the cloak of Levitation. Yeah. That was awesome. The, I, I'm really surprised of how how they portrayed that and how well it came across. Yeah. I would like to see
0: how the Eye of Agamotto is going to portray into things. Now, this is in the cinematic universe, so in the comic book line, the Eye of Agamotto is not part of the Infinity Stones. So that's separate.
1: Okay. It okay. is
0: separate. But they are they're they're taking items that have been in the comic that are powerful uh, items and they're making it part of the infinity stone line which i think is brilliant that's something that galvanizes everything Mm -hmm. um and the fact that the eye of agamotto is an infinity stone we've seen the tesseract which is now did they release that in the
1: trailer that have they released that information or is this another spoiler that's a spoiler folks we're still in the spoiler zone we are in the spoiler zone, yeah, and and that is that was surprising to me. Yeah, like, it makes sense once I as soon as I heard it. Yeah, but that was just that was a beautiful realization that it, it's the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, so so I'm excited.
0: We're we're getting closer to the Infinity War, where Thanos gets his gauntlet, where he gets the gems, and tries to win the girl. I mean, that's all. It's all. It's all. That's all it is about. Is Thanos wants the glove the Infinity Gems, so that he can get death. So, cause is that in, really how it's going to be? Well, no, I, that's, I hope it is, because that's what the actual story is. It, Thanos is in love with death, and death in the Marvel Universe is a woman. And so he takes the gems so that he can be with death and because he's in love with her. And, of course, then he becomes an ultimate cosmic being, and yeah, well, no one can have that because he's horrible. Mm-hmm. But um, I hope they keep to that storyline. I really do. But I I don't know. I don't know.
1: And there are six in, Infinity
0: Stones. Yes, so we only have one more to reveal, right? So there is one on each knuckle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's one on the thumb, and then one in the center. So yeah, there is six.
1: Okay, so we only have one more to find. Yep. Oof. Or do we? I mean, maybe Thanos already has that, that gem. Well, we saw that his gauntlet. We've already seen his gauntlet. Then, I guess he might not have put the gem in yet. Correct. And it may be, I don't know, maybe,
0: maybe he gets it in Ragnarok because
1: Doctor place. Strange
0: has the Eye of Agamotto. Or maybe he, that's how he gets both of them. Maybe during Ragnarok, that's there is another gem there. I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. have to see. So... Super exciting. I'm excited oh, yeah. to see where they're going with this, and uh, we're out of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we are. Oh, it was awesome, though. Great score, great great story, great scripting, great acting. I yeah. I I've, I, would – okay. I have to find one thing that I don't like, one thing that I don't the like. The guy
0: that did the scoring, the music for it, is the same guy that did this, the music for Jupiter Ascending, uh, which – not a great movie, mm-hmm. but a fantastic soundtrack. I actually use it for my writing. When I write, I play that soundtrack a lot, and this soundtrack was just as great. So now I'm going to go pick up this one to add to my writing collection. But um, it's just—it's got everything into it. it. So um, if you haven't already picked it, pick up soundtrack, take a listen to it. Um, Pick
1: up a ticket, and if you have the chance, go see it. Do 3D. Um, I think that it's one of only two movies. Uh, that have come out in the last year that I would recommend 3D for. Actually, it's only tooth movies I'd recommend 3D And it wasn't bad.
0: Like. I mean, normally when I go see a 3D movie, it fuzzes on the edge or I get a headache. Um, but I, I didn't. And I think the 3D technology has come along, uh, especially how they've curved the screen. It makes it a lot easier. That yeah. You don't get that fuzzing. And it, it looked fantastic, especially with – again, if you're motion sick. If <laughs> d- you have motion sickness, don't go. No. Um, because things were spinning and changing, but it was awesome. I, I like because there is a lot of stuff
1: flying around. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> And I really think that depth really helped me, especially when you know it was the wide, ang- super wide yeah. angle of these two little tiny people falling through all the space. Yeah, and, and there was just so much space created with this depth, it, with the, the 3D atmosphere that it's just oh, it's crazy.
0: Well, just the time manipulation you did with the apple.
1: Yeah, was awesome looking in the 3D. So,
0: all right. We're going to go. Uh, tell us what you think, as always, and uh, wait for the next show. And maybe, just maybe, something amazing will happen because you've seen the movie. And you can listen to the rest of this recording. Until then, we'll catch you next time. Deadpool. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans. It's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life, or even in at your work, that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there we want our numbers to swell and we want you and everyone else to join the geek revolution so tell your friends about us like us on facebook follow us on twitter and we want to hear from you we want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you And we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible. We've got some great things in the works uh, coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews. And the more people we can get listening to the show, liking our pages, the more interest we can get, and the bigger, uh, more entertaining interviews we can get. So please, please, please help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you, and we can't do it without your help. So with that said, I'm going to say... We're out of here, and catch you next time, and of course, join the geek revolution.